This Week in Wealth is powered by Alpha Wealth Group. If you're serious about retirement and have saved $250,000 or more, call Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino now, 630-934-1855 or alphawealthgroup.com. Alpha Wealth Group, retirement made simple. This episode of This Week in Wealth is sponsored by Alpha Wealth Group. Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered advisor, WGN Radio, and RWA are not affiliated. Here's WGN Radio's Elise Glink and Alpha Wealth Group's Tom Fortino. Good morning, Chicago. Happy Sunday. Welcome back to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink, CEO of Best Money Moves, my financial wellness technology company. And I'm Tom Fortino, the founder and principal of the Alpha Wealth Group right here in the Chicagoland area. We have been getting, I should say Tom has been getting some great questions from you. If you want to talk with Tom, get a personal answer to your question, give him a call, 630-934-1855, or go to alphawealthgroup.com. This week, we saw the House pass a bill that was overwhelmingly bipartisan. It was actually shocking uh, Mm -hmm. how many people voted for this. (laughs) And it's being called the Secure Act 2.0. And if it passes the Senate, it'll allow people to put more money into their 401ks and IRAs. So that's good news. But it's also going to push back the age at which you have to start those required minimum distributions. Now, right now, about 80% of people take out even more than the RMD because they need to live on it. What I really thought, Tom, is maybe you could run down what this measure is and and all of the different pieces that are in it, because I think it's going to profoundly affect how people think about their retirement and experience their retirement. Yeah, I think this is really an opportunity for everyone out there to say, how is this going to impact my retirement? Understand some of the rules. We always say, hey, you want to win the game, you got to know the rules of the game. So this is really an opportunity, I think, if you want to take a look, you know, you can do a search on this Secure Act 2.0. It is a continuation of the SECURE Act, the Setting Every Community Up for Retirement Act of 2019 that did things like increase the required distribution from 70 and a half to 72. This is talking about increasing it to 75. And so there's some opportunities here to understand, again, how these things work. A lot of the, a lot of the changes impact 401ks. For example, your 401k, and again, these are good things to know. I think a lot of us, um, through no fault of our own, there's so many rules. But currently, if you're over age 50, you can contribute up to $27,000 per year to your 401k. That went up this year to 27000 Okay, That's a good amount, by the way. I mean, a lot of people wouldn't even be able to put all that in. I, yeah, I agree. And you know, but here's, I guess, the thing. When we talk about these rules, and as I said, Elise, why I think this is an opportunity, I would say some of the takeaways from today is, you know, and we can create a list, but for those of you that have participated in 401ks, contact your 401k provider. I can tell you one of the questions you want to ask them is, what am I contributing? You know, we're, what, (laughs) three months into the year, you still have nine more months to either increase your contributions, try to get to that 27, but understand what your contributions are. I think many of us, and again, I'm not criticizing, we're busy with our lives, but if I said to you, what are your contributions? Many people will say, and this happens in means, well, I think it's about 10%, it's fine, I'm not really sure. Take this opportunity to contact your 401k. What am I contributing? What is my match? There's changes in here. Do you know? Is it 3%? Is it 6%? Is it 5%? One thing for sure, that's free money. So if you're not contributing up to the match, that's not acceptable. <laughs> you no, got to do that, right? And, and I should also point out that most big companies now, and even some smaller ones, 
will allow you to simply elect hit my maximum. So if you're eligible for 27000 or if you're over the age of 50 and you can contribute on top of that, I think there's like a little you know, checkbox that you'll be able mm-hmm. to check and they will automatically calculate how much you actually have to withdraw per month in order to hit the total maximum right. amount, right? And I, mm-hmm. why wouldn't you do that? Exactly, because this is going to make such a difference down the road. I always say this is what we call forward planning. Five years from now, six years from now, actually immediately you're going to be happy you did this because that's how we start to accumulate wealth. But this is, like I said, this is an opportunity to start to understand one of our biggest benefits that many of us have these employer plans. Number one, if this passes, which it looks like it is, you're going to start upping the amount of contributions you can make. Right now, again, you can go to 27000 but they're talking about increasing that by another 3500 or this catch-up contribution if you're ages 62, 63, and 64. They're also talking about matching part of your 401k with a Roth option. This is another question you want to ask. You might want to write some of these things down. Number one, how much am I contributing? Number two, what is my match? Um, This is all about discovery, and, and then you can start to make informed decisions. The third question is, do I have a Roth option? Again, part of this SECURE Act Because remember, that money grows tax-free for the rest of your life. There's no required distributions on that at all. doesn't tax your Social Security, and the tax rate on it is always zero. Should we be doing more of that? You know, that $27,000 you are contributing, it doesn't all have to go into traditional. So what am I contributing? What's my match? Am I doing the Roth option? They're also talking about allowing, again, the match to be Roth. Right now, for example, if you're putting in $20,000 and your match is 3%, it's a match on your income. So if your income's 100,000, match of 3%, that 3,000, the match is right now is always pre-tax. In other words, you're gonna pay tax on the match at some point. They're now, this new act is saying, you may be able to opt to say, I still want my match, of course, mm-hmm. right. but I want it as a Roth. So now I'm, I'm gonna be taxed on it today, but I will never be taxed on it again on any of the growth. So there's really some really neat provisions in here there's another one that you didn't even um, go over, but they're the provision that would p- permit employers starting in 2023 to make matching contributions to an account that would be kind of like a 401k, but it would help st- employees paying off student loans mm-hmm. if they don't contribute enough to the 401k plan to get a full match. And I know yep. for my Best Money Moves business that there are so many companies now looking for student loan payment platforms. They want to be able to help you pay off your student loans. They just want a write-off for it. Mm-hmm. And there are there is legislation that's actually been pushed through, and is and it looks like it might actually pass. Um, that would uh, sort of formalize what the IRS has been allowing through a letter that was written a while ago allowing companies to do this, but I think they're going to do it more formally and then they're going to set up this other kind of account. So there's just a lot of movement mm-hmm. that's going to really help people save more if they want to. This is exciting because, there's, as I said, this is a benefit that it's available to many people. And when you start to understand it and really can maximize this benefit, it can get exciting. And that's why I want people to get engaged and start asking questions and understanding how this works and what can I start doing and how much am I contributing and, and should I maybe do the Roth options, as we said. The, the things that you're talking about, these other additional items that may be added, the match on student loans. And all of a sudden, we're becoming engaged in our financial well-being and it just becomes infectious. So that's why yeah. I get a little excited about some of these changes. The Secure Act 2.0, I would suggest everybody, you know, take a look at it and then start to look at your plan. There's changes to the IRAs potentially where in 2024 
they're going to allow, again, for those over age 50, 50 and over to do additional contributions where it's going to increase. Right now, again, here are the rules. A Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs, 7000 per person per year. That's uh, going to increase if this passes every year by the cost of the living. So it could be 7000 2024 and 2025, it may go up to 7200 depending on these inflations or whatever term you want to use for it or the CPI. But these are, again, opportunities. I'll make one quick comment about because we are coming up on the end of this tax. <laughs> we're we're coming up to the commercial break is oh. where we're coming up. Can well, you, you have till, till April 15th to make a Roth IRA contribution. So think about that for last year. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. Stay tuned. You're listening to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to This Week in Wealth. I'm Elise Glink with Best Money Moves here with Tom Fortino. He is the founder and principal of Alpha Wealth Group. You can find Tom, ask him all about the Secure 2.0 Act. Uh, you can tell he's very excited about it. You can give him a call at 630-934-1855 and be sure to ask him to send you the package that goes through all of the different things, all the different pieces of your retirement. There are five different critical components, and he's got some information you're going to want to have. You can also request it at alphawealthgroup.com. All right, Tom, I'm going to switch uh, horses here and okay. talk a little bit about real estate. So two a year ago, my son Michael bought his first condo, and he got a 2.65% 30-year mortgage. And I said to him at the time, honey, you have no idea how good this is. You want to keep this property forever. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, interest rates are low. Well, not anymore. So this week, over the last few weeks, I've been watching mortgage interest rates jump. They hit nearly 5% a week ago before dropping back slightly. They're still over 4.5%. And that's for people of a great credit score, like 760 or 780. Um, So... You know, this just brought to mind the whole business of inflation, people paying more, demand for mortgages is down 60%. I mean, people are getting pink slips in this industry because, you know, people can't afford Mm -hmm. to buy the houses. So here's what I was thinking about, and I know that this is something you counsel your, uh, you know, your clients on. You know, a lot of people head into retirement and they're thinking about buying that vacation home or second home. And in fact, the most popular years for buying that are 45 to 65, 40 to 55 years old. And then the second one is 55 to 65. Mm -hmm. But entire cities that would have been targeted for vacation homes are now unaffordable. I mean, home prices are out of sight. So Mm -hmm. how are you dealing with this with your clients? Because I'm pretty sure this whole concept of mortgage rates going up and vacation homes becoming unaffordable and it's changing people's plans. How do you get people to reimagine retirement? Well, you know, that is interesting. We're, we're dealing with, and I've come across this so many times. I have clients have already started and I have one client who's actually building a property in Utah and is going through the whole process of trying to get the materials. And so mm-hmm. I go through this quite often. We talk about, I would just take one step back from this and just say, look, the first, I think, takeaway from some of this is certainly for those that are considering, Hey, this is part of my plan. I'm thinking about, you know, adding real estate. I want to maybe have a second home. I mean, and you can, and I'm sure you agree. Like, there's so many moving parts this, right? Do I sell my home here? Do yeah. I purchase them? Do I want to have two different places? Um, you know, uh, do I want to just maybe have my location here and maybe do the Airbnb thing because now I can live places and, you know, once in a different month, do I want to just get a motorhome and travel? But That was my I've father-in-law's had. big dream was to get a motorhome and have, you know, travel around the country. Didn't end up doing it. 
Well, you know, I would say one thing, though, as far as anyone, it just whatever it is, whether it's the real estate, whatever it is in your, whatever your goal is as part of your plan, I think many of us first need to ask the question, um, you know, where do I stand relative to my goal? I, you know, I, the, I, the Employee Benefit Research Institute has said that close to half of the people that are getting ready for retirement simply guess at what they need. And then so, you know, before you can answer the question of, am I going to be able to afford this home? I see prices are going up. It's just been crazy. And they are. Um, and that can change too, by the way. You know, we can maybe with mortgage rates getting to more of a normal number. And I know people probably are not happy about that, but there could be some good to some of these uh, interest rates going up. We get to some normalcy, right? Um, but uh, it's just really taking a look. Uh, the takeaway from this maybe is, hey, maybe I really need to look at my overall plan completely, understand what income do I have coming in, what can I afford. You know, if you're going to buy, purchase a home out of state or somewhere, um, keep in mind there's going to be, you know, figure out what the expenses are going to be. What can you afford if you're going to finance it and so on. So really, the, the, you need to sit down and really start, for lack of a better, run the numbers, understand what income you're con- going to come ha- have coming in. You may be surprised. You still may be able to afford that. But we really need to understand, again, um, you know, what, what, where we stand, where, where our income is going to be coming from. You may be surprised. I always say you either may be able to retire earlier or you may be able to have more than you think. So I would just say one of the takeaways here from is first off, for those of you that really haven't done the analysis, figure out you know where you're where you're going to be in retirement first, and then if you want to work in that home to own it, um, figure out if you can afford it, and there's ways to do that. So you brought up a couple of things, and this makes me think about this inflation conversation that we were having last week. So a Bloomberg mm-hmm. economist said that people are going to end up spending an extra. 5000 plus a year this year just because of inflation, just mm-hmm. on extra stuff, groceries. Like, you'll spend an extra $433 a month, you know, paying higher prices for groceries and gas and some of the everyday things that you do. And when you when interest rates go up, they do make mortgages a whole lot more expensive. But there's also an opportunity to start buying some income-producing instruments, I would say, Mm -hmm. that are actually producing income. So I know I-bonds are what, about 7% right now? Yeah, 7.12. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. I I mean, you know, I I can't remember the last time they were that good. (laughs) And then just in terms of buying, you know, long-term bonds, if you have mortgage interest rates that go up to, you know, 5%, I imagine there, there are probably some bonds out there that you could be buying that would pay a little bit more as well. Right. Yeah. That's a, that's why I said I think there's some good to this. O- ultimately, there's always that uncomfortable move. But when normalcy starts to come back to this market, more normalcy comes back to housing prices and all of that. I think in the end, it can still be a good thing because, you know, again, if prices start to come down and, and or at least, you know, make some more sense, this can ultimately be good something, good things. And as you say, for some of the income producing, if you want to take a look, you, you can go to treasurydirect.gov. It's a great website. You can go look up I-bonds. You can look up t- other t- other things. You can purchase them right online. So that is a great resource, too. It's actually, as I said, I don't give a, a, many times tr- uh, uh, credit to the government websites. Those are good ones, that one and even SSA.gov, two good websites to use as a reference. These are all these little pieces. They start adding up in your plan. And just like we were talking earlier about the 401k, becoming engaged, you know, these are, that's why you can get excited about this. You're really starting to take control of things. Yeah, no, I, I think that all of this is really good, but these are very complicated 
pieces for a lot of people, right? Remembering all of this stuff is really hard. We had something happen. I know you're always joking about how I have found money everywhere. I got a letter this week from an attorney in South Carolina saying that she thought that I was the heir to a cousin. It turns out, so everybody was like, this is probably fake. And I'm like, I don't know. So, of course, <laughs> my husband, Sam, calls. And, and no, it's not fake. This is, But this is such a great example of what we talk about every single week. She missed one or two accounts, were yep. not in the trust. She was uh, had a partner, but not a marriage. South Carolina doesn't recognize the long-term partnership as a civil partnership. Mm-hmm. So they weren't married. She didn't have an, you know, a will. And she missed a couple of accounts. And so they, mm-hmm. the court had to uh, find an attorney to track everybody down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, by the time the attorney sees her paid, there were like 65 errors. I think I might get 62 cents on it. But the point is that, you know, keeping track of all of these little things is really hard. And one of the things I love about what you talk about every week, Tom, is how you help your clients keep track of all of these pieces. And so if you're on treasurydirect.gov and you're buying, you know, 10 or 20 or $30,000 worth of I-bonds, and that's one little piece, you might just forget that over time. But you mm-hmm. help people sort of catalog that, track it, and more, mm-hmm. most importantly, remember it when it comes to the retirement and estate planning. Well, we talk about financial organization, but I, that is one of the biggest obstacles to success. That's why I provide the asset organizer, and you can use that. The other thing, I'll make a couple quick comments to the point. We're talking about these second homes, and you mentioned estate planning. Um, for those of you who have homes in other states, keep in mind your family will be exposed to probate in two separate states if that accounts, if that home is in your name. So that's why you want to put it in a trust. The trust avoids probate. So, um, and you can see with your, I don't know, your third cousin twice removed. Um, <laughs> you know, um, that's the example of, you know, it's same, same thing, same thing with the state of Illinois. If you look on looking up laws of intestate, dying without, or it goes through probate, you may not have a plan, but the state of Illinois has one for you. So this is why we talk about, you know, I, I know we went kind of went off track on off to estate plan a little bit here, but just some points to be made. Um, these are just part of why there's five pieces to your plan, right? It's not just about owning a second home, but owning it properly. How is it titled and those types of things. So um, this is important. No, it's super important. Um, I, I love your asset organizer. You can get one. Tom will be happy to send it to you. 630-934-1855 or go to alphawealthgroup.com and you can actually request it. We didn't have time to do all your questions. There's been some great questions that have come in. If you want to um, ask us a question, Call Tom, 630-934-1855. He will give you a personal answer, and then we'll talk about you, or rather, I should say, we'll talk about your question (laughs) here on the show. Um, And alphawealthgroup.com, if you want to find me, I'm at bestmoneymoves.com. And Tom, we are out of time, and we hardly got started. (laughs) (laughs) I knew it. One of these days, we're going to just, I don't know, we're just going to keep talking, and Frank Sinatra will go by the wayside. Um, Anyway, (laughs) join us again next week for This Week in Wealth. Until then, we hope you have a great week, and uh, watch your money. You're listening to This Week in Wealth on 720 WGN.
Tom Fortino is an investment advisor representative of Retirement Wealth Advisors, LLC, and SEC Registered Advisor. Alpha Wealth Group, WGN, and RWA are not affiliated. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. This information should not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with professionals specialized in fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are not offered by retirement wealth advisors. Insurance and annuities offered through Alpha Wealth Group, licensed in Illinois.